I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. We are now into the 1 o'clock hour here on Live Mike, episode number 307. 307 it is. Uh, And this is, as you know, this is my final week here at KSL News Radio. I, uh, it's been a wonderful privilege and an honor. But you know what? I'm going to hold off on the, the sappy, somber stuff until Friday. Uh, we'll have our little heart-to-heart goodbye then. I might shed a tear or two, um, uh, and, uh, and that'll be that. Uh, once that day comes, as you've been hearing announced throughout uh, the morning, there's going to be a few changes to the lineup. Uh, Dave Noriega and Debbie Dejanovic, their program in the morning. Dave and Debbie, that will expand by an hour. That'll be three hours of Dave and Debbie in the morning. Great, great news. And then a full hour of uh, new news. Uh, Maria Chaleos will be uh, spending a full hour with you from 12 until 1. And then it's the great Boyd Matheson uh, will move his show, Inside Sources, to 1 o'clock, and that will last now uh, instead of one hour, two hours. You get two hours of Boyd uh, Mathis. And we're going to chat with Boyd in just a moment, but let me uh, let me give you a little bit of information important to you if you are a, a truck driver or uh, any high-profile uh, vehicle driver. You heard Ricky Meese m- mention it a moment ago. Uh, the word from UDOT is that uh, I-80 uh, be I-80 in both directions between mile uh, mile post 0 and 99, that's Wendover to Lake Point, that high-profile vehicles are prohibited uh, due to some high winds. So you don't want to get tipped over there. Uh, Let those winds die down. And likely if you, if this applies to you, uh, you know, you've got your, your finger on the pulse of this deal already. So uh, if, if you're just hearing about this now, uh, tap into your resources. Uh, one of those is the, the it, Ricky Meese has been uh, tweeting this. Uh, that, that's at KSL Ricky as well as UDOT, at UDOT Traffic will have the information there. So uh, stay safe. It's windy out there. Don't want you tipping over. With that said, let me welcome into the studio uh, Boyd Matheson, the host of Inside Sources, KSL News Radio's Boyd Matheson joins us now. Uh, Boyd, sir, you're doubling up, huh? Yeah, high profile over here. I may tip over. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> in, the, in the other studio. That's uh, pretty good. No, we're, we're super excited. You know, we've always uh, joked about uh, Inside Sources being the fastest 60 minutes in radio. Uh, now we will have 120 uh, minutes, so we're we're looking forward to that. And uh, and as you know, the the benefit of having that extra time to be able to dig into things a oh, little yeah. bit deeper, uh, build things up a little bit more, and and have a, a kind of a second level conversation as well. So really looking forward to that. Hundred percent, and letting and get, getting opportunities for folks to get involved, listeners, the opening the phone lines and the text. I mean, you, you know how that all goes, and uh, having a little extra time makes it all the more easy uh, to to do that. Um, but I'll I'll keep the seat warm for you here for the next couple of days until uh, you take over next week. Um, so one point I didn't mention there. Where, where am I going? Uh, I'm going to head out to Washington D.C. I'm going to return to uh, the town in which I worked for a number of years uh, in Congress. This time I'll be working uh, as as uh, the director of communications for Senator Mike Lee. 
And uh, I bring that up for two reasons. First, to give you the details, and also uh, as a point of disclosure, because we're going to talk about uh, Senator Lee here in, in just uh, a moment, specifically a piece of legislation that he has introduced dealing with uh, something called PILT. PILT. Do, do you know, have you heard that word? Do you know that word? It's an acronym, Payment in Lieu of Taxes. And honestly, probably spelling it out there makes it all the more confusing. Uh, but the concept is is fairly simple. Uh, Boyd, Boyd uh, Pilt, give us the thirty second uh, Pilt definition. Yeah, and I will give you my uh, disclosure to that because uh, your your <laughs> your future boss is my former boss, and uh, this is something that uh, Senator Lee has worked on uh, for the rural counties of Utah uh, for a decade now, and this is a a challenge. So the the thing that is important. Uh, normally, when you get into the weeds on these kind of topics, you know, people kind of glass over. Mm-hmm. This one is so important to our counties because you have some counties in Utah where the federal government controls 90 percent of the land, which means that those counties can't tax that land. Now, there's there's no one else. None of us, not you, not me, not anyone else could ever own land and not pay taxes on it. Right. For some reason, the federal government can do that. So they control these large swaths of land in many of our rural counties here in the state of Utah, and they don't pay taxes. Yeah. And so the, these these counties don't have the ability uh, to have income, to have revenue. So so the federal government, as the federal government always does, comes up with a, well, we'll, we'll, pay, we'll make you a payment in lieu of taxes. Sure. Now, I would love to file my IRS <laughs> and say, <laughs> you know, I really should pay you a lot more, but – this is what I feel like paying. So I'm going to make a payment in lieu of taxes. Now, all of us would end up in jail if we did that with the IRS, but the federal government gets away with it. So Senator Lee and a number of his colleagues have been battling this saying, okay, if you're going to make a payment in lieu of taxes, it better be equivalent to what that county could charge a private landowner in taxes for controlling that land. So if it's not going to be developed, that's fine. We can preserve it that way. Uh, but the federal government should be uh, paying for it. They can't just sit on it. Uh, drawing from you know calculations that are a little more rooted in like free market principles. Yeah. Uh, you know if, if, <laughs> yeah, if yeah if we can't if we can't enter into the ideal, uh, let's come up with uh, let's come up with an equation that more closely approximates the ideal. Uh, this this issue is interesting. I I mentioned that I spent some time years ago uh, uh, working for Congressman Rob Bishop. This is the first time I really became uh, intensely familiar with this issue, and one of the one of the realities I, I came to learn and observe firsthand when talking about this issue, even with members of Congress themselves. If you live on the East Coast, if you live in like the upper right portion of the United States, this concept is so foreign to you. First off, the the government paying you know because you're not able to collect tax revenue, uh, th- that's unheard of. Secondarily. What is unheard of is the the reality that you and I deal with daily uh, here in in the state of Utah, in particular when you know we're trying to recreate or maybe we're into some sort of like agricultural industry and we're looking to graze our our cattle. Yeah. These are concepts that are so alien to East Coast citizens and lawmakers. Uh, that it, 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 their eyes glaze over. If yeah. you if you think that you and I are susceptible to having our eyes glaze over, you go talk about like ownership of federal land, BLM. What what the heck the, is the BLM doing in uh, New York State? They earn a few, they own a few blocks here and there, and are commemorating parks for this and that. Here, it's millions of acres. Yeah, it right. is the majority uh, of the state land in, well, I shouldn't even call it that. It's the majority of the land contained yeah. within the borders of the state of most Intermountain West states. It is incredibly important. And if these numbers aren't handled the right way, 
Again, the ideal is let's get the free market involved. If we can't get there, if we don't approximate it uh, more closely, it it quite literally impacts the livelihood of these rural farmers, these rural communities, uh, and in particular what happens at the county level. Yeah, we look look at all the challenges that our rural counties have right now. And, again, not having a tax base because the federal government is sitting on land uh, and just offering up this pittance, this, you know, we'll we'll, we'll give you a few crumbs just because we're so nice and benevolent. Uh, And it just doesn't fly. And so for a lot of those counties, as you said, those communities are really struggling. Uh, If you really wanted to help, so we talk about – a $1.9 trillion uh, spending bill to help places, to help individuals, to help small business. It, it's supposed to help rural counties across the country as well. If you really want to help the rural counties, uh, actually pay them what that land is worth in terms of taxes rather than the federal government. We're all for preservation. We're all for mixed use. We're all for you know all of those things. Uh, but the federal government should not be able to just sit and control all of that land at uh, the detriment of these communities around the state of Utah. Yeah. Uh, Boyd, listen, it's always great chatting with you. Look forward to doing so uh, throughout the rest of this week and beyond. Uh, Big news, big news announced just today that uh, following my departure from KSL News Radio, that uh, our very own Boyd Matheson will occupy this time slot from 1 o'clock until 3 o'clock. You get a double dose of inside sources. Uh, you got next Monday's show planned yet? Uh, guest number one? Any, any anything? Up? Oh, I thought we talked to you already about guest number one. Aren't you guest number one? Uh, you gosh darn right. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, uh, Boyd Matheson. Uh, exciting stuff uh, in Congress and today. Uh, here announcements being made at KSL News Radio. We're going to take a break right now, and then uh, I'm going to take you along for a ride <laughs> back to the Suez Canal, where my attention was diverted for, like, honestly, most of Friday afternoon. Uh, how does a boat get stuck like this? How do you get it unstuck? Finally, we learned that lesson here this morning. And what was the impact? Uh, I, uh, a texter corrected me. I was saying it was some 200 shipping vessels that were backed up. No, no, no. Try doubling that. And you know what? Some of them were hauling livestock. What's that mean for them? We'll go into the nitty-gritty and those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lelons Berry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.